God wants every single Christian to be strong. And the strength that we are talking about is not being strong as the world sees it. And the church should also be a place that can attract people to come and come again. Become interested in what your father is doing. Become interested in the fact that we want to operate Matthew chapter 6 verse 33. Seek him Christ the kingdom of heaven and his righteousness. Are you ready? Welcome to the Supernatural Word with Samuel B. Sawyer. Expect a positive change in your life through the power of God's word. He is the head pastor of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, a branch of Catch the Anointing Center, one of the denominations originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, founded by the prophets, Ducky Ward Mills. Today, he preaches on the topic, For This Reason, previously on the Supernatural Word. Make it your lifelong pursuit that what? You might see Jesus. When I say you might see Jesus, somebody say, oh, a vision of Jesus. It's part of it. It's just a part of it. Seven keys concerning your life. Number one, if you don't know the use of something, you abuse it. When we say abuse, abuse means the improper use of something. Number two, if you do not know the use of something, you misuse it. Misuse means you give it the wrong uh, purpose or the wrong use. Your very life has a reason. Your very life on this earth, there's nobody, absolutely nobody who was not or is not in this world for a reason. What are you going to do with that spiritual gift when all that you say morning, afternoon, evening is insult? What are you going to do? Bible says let your words Always be seasoned, seasoned with grace. Grace. That you might minister grace to the hearer. I'm very particular about it. Sometimes, you see, as a human being, eh, listen carefully. Are you listening to me? Sometimes certain words should come, it should just, it should stop in the osophagus. It should stop, this is the osophagus. It should just come, it should just stop here. Then you just swallow it again. Or if, like, as it comes, just go and take some water, wash your mouth and throw it away. Somebody say mercy. All these things affect our Christian life. Because you don't know the purpose of your mouth. You don't know that your mouth is there to bless. If I read it, you understand. If I keep on speaking, you might not. You say every kind of beast, verse 7, and of breads, and of uh, uh, serpents, and of things in the sea, is tamed and has been tamed of mankind, but the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Pastor, if you said the tongue cannot be tamed, then why are we talking? When you say the tongue cannot be tamed, it gives us a way out. Verse 9, Therefore bless we God, even the Father, and there curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Hey! Am I speaking to somebody? There's nothing wrong in your prayer to curse evil. That one, there's nothing wrong. Are you listening to me? I do that. I curse, every, it's what, I curse evil that has come against my life in Jesus' name. I do that all the time. I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. 
But there are some of us. Kai Walai. Hey! The things we can say. Look at someone and say, it looks as if the bishop has been to your house before. Mm. And we are in church, oh. We are in church. I'm just about to say something that will surprise all of you. Can I say it? Hmm. Let me just read the Bible and then I'll say it. Out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing my brethren. These things ought not to be so. Say these things ought not to be so. You see this phone? Hmm? I will give you a 40-second history. I remember I saw my first, not my first, I saw a, a mobile phone for the first time in 1990 or 1991. Yeah. Then my boss got one. And I had a friend who was whatever, working in some of these places. And the first phones, this was like a battery. At least my first phone, this, the battery was, was like this. This is even thin. My battery was thicker than this. Do a little slimmer. Yeah, they used to call it phone boots. If you put it in your pocket, you think you have an erection. <laughs> yeah. And you have to pull you have to pull a whole pole. Yeah. Why am I saying all these things? You see, I feel in my spirit I'm fighting something right now. And I'm continuing to fight it. A lot of us, our Christianity has become weak. We can't seem to, it's like we take one step forward and we take two steps backwards. We take one step forward and we take what? Two steps backwards. Someone say, for this reason. And I'm saying, if you do not know the use of something, you abuse it, number one. If you don't know the use of something, number two, you do what? You misuse it. Some of the things that happen on our phones are not correct. I have told myself that anybody in my house should be able to have my phone. They all know my passwords. Yeah. I can't even mention it right now. I shouldn't mention it. I can't mention it. Deborah, I've changed. I've changed. Okay, Deborah knows it. I have to tell you I've changed it. If a man is bathing and his phone rings in the living room, she can easily come out of the bathroom naked just to go and pick the phone. True or false? So what is it on our phone? And pastor, what has it got to do with uh, 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 words in our mouth? You see, the history was that years ago, anything that you wanted to say, either you are writing it or you are saying it. You are writing on paper. Now this one has come to add. This one, mobile. Those days we used to speak on it. I remember when I started texting. I remember when I started text. When text, text the, the, the text to text, you have to press it like that. Press, press one, A, B, C. Press that, you can have bruises. Some of us, we should not even have certain things. Because that thing that you have now has become a problem. That thing, that phone that you have has now become what? A problem. It has affected your Christian life. It has slowed you down. It has made you into somebody else altogether. I know you are looking at me. Yeah. 
Before then, they brought um, um, uh, soft something. First, it, everything was hard. Then the, the, the numbers were like rubber, like chewing gum, big ones. Then it can even pop off. Who remembers? Like St. Louis sugar cubes, big, big, big ones. Then at a point, it became soft. And now screens came. I remember when I got my first phone with the screen. The screen, the screen was as small as, I can't, I can't it's like a stamp, but I was so happy. Now we can have a big screen so that I can watch pornography. In Galatians 5, verse, I want to read from verse 17, the Bible says the works of the flesh are manifest. Works of the flesh are manifest. Adultery. Fornication. The Greek word for, for fornication is pornia. Pornia. P-O-R-N-E-I-A. But there are many Christians today. Pastor Abbe, do you know what I heard the other day? I heard that there are young girls who say they want to be virgins when they marry. So they, they, no man has ever entered through their vagina, but they give the other side. They exit. We cancel every evil idea that is occurring to you and has occurred to you. We cancel it in Jesus' name. You came to church to hear what? What did you come to church to hear? Everybody, if I don't say it this way, nobody will understand. Because a lot of, a lot of things are going on. Misuse, say misuse. It's time for self-control. The reason why a lot of us, our Christianity has become cold, cold, is because we, we have not recognized that we are in the kingdom for such a time like this. Yeah. And we are abusing. From today, no more abuse. Say, no more abuse. Number three, if you know why you are around or why you are alive, why you are not dead yet, if you know your mission or your purpose, hmm, you focus. If you know your purpose, you focus. My sermon might not be exciting to you, but I'm telling you what the Lord has laid on my heart. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not intent on preaching a sermon to make you laugh or something, but I just want to keep you from the evil one. John 19, the Bible says in verse 4, Pilate therefore went forth again and said unto them, Behold, I bring him forth to you, that you may know that I find no fault in him. Come with me, verse 5. Then came Jesus forth, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate said unto them, Behold the man. When the chief priests therefore and the officers saw him, they cried out, saying, Crucify him, crucify him. Pilate said unto them, Take him and crucify him, for I find no fault in him. The Jews answered, We have a, Jew, we have a law, and by our law he ought to die because he made himself the son of God. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he was the more afraid. He went again to the judgment hall and said unto Jesus, Whence art thou? But Jesus gave him no answer. Then said Pilate unto him, Speakest thou not unto me? Knowest thou not that I have power to crucify thee and power to release thee? Pilate was trying to make a way. Everyone say make a way. Pilate was trying to, to, to as it were, Say something, do something so that the man will know it's like, let's stop the crucifixion. 
This scenario is in the Bible so many times. I repeat, and this is to everybody listening to me. This scenario is in the Bible word so, so many times. Elisha is following Elijah. And Elijah said, you know what? Go away. I was a go away. Then Elijah said, no. I, I, I ask thy soul liveth. I'm with you. I'm going with you. I was a focus. Jesus Christ knew that he had come to the world to die. So even though Pilate was trying to make a way, Pilate was trying to cause him to say something so that he can be released. Church of God, if you are sitting here and you know your focus, there can be every kind of obstacle, every kind of opportunity, every kind of... If you're a husband or you're a married man, you can have all the scholarships. But you focus. Say, Jesus had a purpose. And he was focused. At a point he said, I have, I have power to lay down my life and I have power to pick it up again. Jesus said, in verse 11, 11 answered, Thou couldest have no power at all against me except it were given thee from above. Therefore, he that had delivered me unto thee has the greater sin. And from thenceforth, Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, If thou let this man go, thou art not Caesar's friend. Whosoever maketh himself a king speaketh against Caesar. All that I want you to know, that Jesus Christ could easily have gone away. In fact, he actually said it in the previous chapter. He said that my kingdom is not this, of this world. Otherwise, my servants will fight. But today's Christians, I'm challenging you. Today's Christians, how many of you can say that I know my purpose as a child of God? And because I know my purpose as a child of God, I am not allowing anything to come in between me and serving God. I'm looking at you, you're looking at me. How many of you? We want, now we want, we want things, we, it's even as, as if you have to dangle something in front of you. Even, even, even sugarcoat something. I don't know how many of us are focused. As a Christian, I'm a pastor of the church, I'm focused on building the church of God. I'm focused on being a preacher. I'm focused on being a church planter. I'm focused on sending missionaries. I'm praying that in the next year or two we'll send another missionary. We'll send a missionary to Liberia. I'm praying we'll send more. Even to get one missionary is not easy. But there are Christians, they are not focused on serving God. Today's Christians are focused on serving their belly. Making money. The scripture has been turned. Matthew 6.33 has been turned. Seek ye first the kingdom of money. And God will follow you. <laughs> No, 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 but if, if so, why is it that you cannot make, you cannot make, this takes me to my next point. You see, if you know your, your purpose, you sacrifice. Yeah, that's, that's, next, that, that's point number what? Four. If you know your purpose, you do what? You sacrifice. Everyone say sacrifice. Yeah, actually that's point number five, but it's still okay. You know, you know, you know your reason, you are ready to sacrifice. Is it not in the Bible that a certain man was ready to sacrifice seven years to marry somebody? Is it in the Bible or is it in the, is it in the dictionary? Yeah, he was ready to sacrifice. 
Young men, if you know the purpose why you should not fornicate, you would sacrifice. You will sacrifice that feeling that says that jump from woman to woman and control yourself and look for only one, one woman. In John 12 verse 24, the Bible says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a corn of wheat falls onto the ground and dies, it abides alone. Everybody look at me. I read, except a corn of wheat fall onto the ground and die, it abides alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit. Falling has never been a beautiful thing. Even when we lay hands and people are falling, it's not so nice. Oh, yeah. That's why ashes are there, to protect their head. There are three stages, actually. Falling, dying, and then fruit bearing. But a lot of times, we want the fruit bearing without the falling and the dying. And modern science even is, 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 is making things even worse. Everyone say modern science. I have a friend. And then she told me that she was growing. And she was not married. So, she just decided that she would just have a child. So, she looked at some men. She looked at them. Then she told her man that, look, I think I want your sperm. So, got a long, long story short. Then she also brought her egg. And then put it together and then formed a the baby. She wanted the baby, but she didn't want that sacrifice of lowering herself or humbling herself to be married. No, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a pastor, I'm, I'm not telling you things I don't know. And there are many people like that. They are not ready to go through the fall, because the falling process talk of a time of, it's almost like humiliation, it's almost like you are, you are, you are cut off. Plus the dying, the dying there, you undergo changes. If you like plant something right now, realize that the, the thing, the corn that you planted, when you go and look at at it a few days. It's, it's a pro. Many people are not ready to go through anything. Sacrifice him to be gone. That is why there's no fruits. That's why there's no, You are not ready to sacrifice to have an all-night meeting with your shepherd concerning your ministry. You only want to come for rehearsal for one hour. Even that one hour, you spend half of it outside the church chatting. Now I'm ringing your mobile phone. Even that one hour, you spend half of it outside the church chatting. How, how, how can you amount to any, any fruitful uh, 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 vine? How? 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 Church, how many of us are going to sacrifice to become who God made you to be? Yeah. In Acts 17 verse 26, it said he has set the boundaries all those is God that gives to us. Amen. He gives us time. He gives us life. He gives us association. He gives us gifts. He gives us... There's nobody on this earth who doesn't have a gift. Only that your gift might not be so spectacular. Your gift might not stand out. But God gives us all of these things. The question is, what do we do with it? And the fact that we have them is not enough. To be able to bear fruit with all that God has given to us, we need some discipline. I say we need some what? Some discipline. We need some discipline. Too many Christians today, we are not disciplined. 
We cannot say I'm spending one hour to do this and two hours to do this or three hours to do this or we are going for a prayer meeting or we are going for a retreat. Prove, pr prove that the Spirit of God is upon you. Prove that it is the Spirit of God that is upon you. Not, the, not, not, not um, what other spirits are in the world? False spirit. If you don't even know any spirit, you just go to Guinness or something. Uh, whiskey. Is it whiskey a spirit? Gin. Vodka, 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 vodka. If you know your purpose, you, you, what? you sacrifice. Huh? Point number four, you make time or you prepare. Everyone say you prepare. You prepare. When Jesus Christ came into the world, he prepared. I was thinking of something I want to share with you. I asked myself, why was Jesus Christ not crucified as a baby? Because that's what he came into the world to do. Did I read the scripture? He said, I'm troubled. I said, so why wasn't he crucified as a baby? Think about it. If that's what he came to do, why is it that when he came as a baby, nya, 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 then they just take him and they go and crucify him? Should I tell you? I believe, and listen carefully, I believe he needed to demonstrate life. I repeat, he needed to demonstrate life. What life should be as an example for us. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. He needed to, he, he needed to be the best example of what our lives should be. It's a good place to put your hands together. That is why the Bible says in Luke chapter 2, Verse 52, if you can turn your Bible there. Jesus increased, and I see you increasing in Jesus' name. Oh, your amen can be stronger. I say, I see you increasing in Jesus' name. Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature. He increased on two levels. I will say two levels. He increased in his knowledge and understanding and in anointing. The real anointing came actually when he was um, about 30, but he increased in, in knowledge. And then he also physically, that stature, he also ate properly and then he grew up. And the Bible says, having favor with God and with man. I like the sequence. See, look at the sequence. Everyone say, God and man. Say, God and man. Say, God and man. Some of you are looking for favor with man. And you don't care whether you have found favor with God. You have turned it. Start with looking for favor from who? God. Start by trying to please God. I believe that Jesus Christ needed to be alive and needed to also go under the law. Huh? Because the Bible says he was the fulfillment of the law. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Now, when the Bible says, therefore, you need to look at what it is there for. Amen. And the whole of Galatians chapter 4 describes how Christ came as a human being. Everyone say human being. And he stayed and he was a human being like you and I. Galatians chapter 4, verse 4, it says, but when the fullness of time came, everyone say fullness of time. Bible says, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, 
made under the law. Made of a woman. Say made of a woman. A human being like you and I, made of a woman. He needed to come as a woman to describe, as, as, as a man made of a woman to describe how life should be. Did you see Jesus Christ? Um, we saw him beating up somebody anyway. I mean, creeping some people in the, in the temple. So sometimes you need to demonstrate something. You don't say, oh, uh, pastor dear, you just must be uh, cool and gentle. Some, once in a while you need to demonstrate something. But we also saw him as a loving, uh, a caring guide of the sheep. Did we see Jesus Christ drinking alcohol? Did we see him fornicating? Did we see him stealing? Did we see him obedient to his parents? Did we see him submitting himself to authority? Yeah, he went to John. Even when John said, no, 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 you should, uh, you should baptize. He said, no, I must do it to fulfill all righteousness. And you say you're a Christian. I doubt your Christianity. I mean, you are, you are, but there's still some, 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 something left. There's still something left. If it's Jesus Christ that you are following, Prince, if it's Jesus that you are following, Jesus Christ, he went through all that so that we could see what can be an example. And as I close, if you don't know the use of your life, you abuse it. You give it a wrong use. Number two, you misuse it. It's very similar. Number three, I'm saying you focus when you know the use. And then we also said you do what? You sacrifice. Unless a grain of wheat falls onto the ground and dies, it abides alone. Many of us are not ready to make that sacrifice. How many of us are ready to make a sacrifice? Sometimes you need to sacrifice some of your old friends or some, some of your old ways of doing things. You have to cut certain things off. To sacrifice, sacrifice actually, there's blood in sacrifice. There's blood in sacrifice. Real sacrifice, there's blood inside. I'm not talking about say blood as saying go and cut yourself, but you need to lose some blood is life. You need to lose something to gain something. Say lose something to gain something. You are not ready to lose anything. The friends you had one before you got born again, same friends. I'm not saying cut them off, but you see, disconnect a little because once you go with them, certain things happen. I repeat, once you go with some of you know certain places you go, definitely, definitely something will happen. True or false? Certain places you go, something will happen. You know it. You know it. You know. It. When I was in the university, a lady told me, said that anytime she goes to a particular hall, a particular hall, and she, she when she goes, she, she, she has sex before she comes. And I don't know who was there or what was there, but she said that hall, anytime she goes there, she has sex before she comes. You also know anytime you go there, the way you are looking at me, I don't understand you. Lift up your hands and say, Father, have mercy on me. Everybody pray. Pray, pray that you will begin to understand why you are in the world. For this cause, for this reason. For this cause, for this reason. Thanks for joining us. Today we learned if you know your mission or your purpose, you focus. You make time or you prepare, and if you know your purpose, you sacrifice. 
We hope you have been blessed by this message. Join us same time next week. God bless you. Hi. I believe you've heard a life transforming message. I'd like to pray with you to give your life to Jesus. The Bible says, as appointed unto man once to die and after that judgment. What would your judgment be? I pray God will receive you. Let's pray. Close your eyes. Say after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you. You died for me, a sinner. You gave your life for my sake. Forgive me. Have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life. I'll follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. If you pray this prayer, you're now a child of God. I'd like to invite you to visit us at the Catch the Anointing Center La in Accra. That's the Rose of Sharon Cathedral. Or find a Bible-believing church nearby. And let's worship God together. Hope to see you in this world or in the world to come. God bless you. My name is Samuel Sawyer. See you. Thanks for your time. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Use your faith to move all mountains in your way. To contact us for counseling, prayers and ministry materials by Bishop Dakiwad Mills, such as the Macarius, the Mantano and the latest edition, speak the word that is Macarius in audio format. And also Samuel Sawyer's book, Winning the Battles of Life. Call or message us on plus 233-248-906-776 or send an email to sambisawyer at gmail.com. Finally, write to us and share your testimony on how this broadcast has been a blessing to you. See you next time and stay blessed.